Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Here's your heads up to this slightly longer podcast, I guess. It was all going to be about focusing and not working and things like that and then changed it completely it's about when focusing goes wrong but how we can use when it goes wrong to make it into such a powerful uh, ally to uh, or a tool that we can use to create the world we want because you've got the skill it's just about well just about using in a different way have a listen i'm i just know you're going to find it interesting you'll get some brilliant takeaways i know okay have a listen now Warning, 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 warning. You are entering into the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. Clough. Too late. Personal development unplugged. Hey, my little unplugging persons that you are, my lovely people. I was going to talk about focusing today. Well, when I did my notes, it was all about focusing and the power of focus and things like that. And I actually looked it up. By the way, this is not going to be about focusing, not that type of focus. So I've changed my mind. Because as I started doing my notes, things started to be, well, come clearer to me in a different way. But here's the thing. What is focus? And, well, it's seeing, seeing clearly to fix a central point. And I want to know, do you have the skill of focus or focusing? Do I have the skill? Well, here's the thing. Sometimes you might say, well, yeah, I can do it sometimes, Paul. And that's what I used to think. Think that I could do it sometimes, you know, because I wasn't thinking what focusing was. I was thinking that we have to deliberately see clearly, deliberately fix a point of attention and things like that. A central point. But you see, we all have that skill. Do we? Yeah, absolutely. Now, I'll give you a few examples. And these are from my clients, but they're also from a bit of me. And I'm going to guess they're a bit of you. Let's think about it. When you have anxiety, what happens? What don't you see really clearly and you focus on the very worst that can happen? And you focus on all the things. Sometimes you don't think you're focusing because you've got all these things going on. But you're focusing on the worry, the anxiety, everything else around you. It disappears. And that's, although you've got these things going on, that's your central point. That's what you're seeing more clearly than the rest of the world that's going on around you. What about people with OCD? I wonder if they're focusing You know, focusing on the number of times they lock their front door or have to keep going back to see if they've switched off all the switches five times or have to do whatever. Well, that's focus, isn't it? Of course it's focus, Paul. You know that people with OCD focus on one thing 
to the exception of all others, and they see it really clearly. Let's go to a real easy one. Fears and phobias. Know anybody with a phobia? And you start talking about something about it, maybe? Man, that's all they focus on. Or if they're going somewhere, say someone with a fear of heights. I remember a guy I worked with, his fear of heights wasn't a huge um, height thing, but he had to go across a particular bridge across the River Thames in England. And it was quite a high bridge. And he used to get people to drive him. And he would go in the back seat and cover himself over. Can you believe that? Well, I did, because he was there working with me. But the thing was, did he focus on that? Was Did he see it clearly? He saw everything about that clearly. And he saw it from the moment he made the appointment for a meeting in London. And he focused on it more and more until he got then that more anxiety. And then he started seeing that even more clearly. What about the people who have imposter syndrome? You know, I shouldn't be here. They'll find me out. You know, you get a lot of that work, don't you? Or people who present or anybody. <laughs> Maybe someone close to home like me, like you. You know, when you've got that, are you focusing? It's getting a bit repetitious now, isn't it? But yeah, of course you are. You're focusing on everything that you do will, that will be found out. I remember one time when I was having some problems at work and I, there were some people doing some very naughty things, naughty things towards me. So they're like not telling the truth and things like that. And it came to a point that all I focused on was, why are you saying that? Are you trying to get me? Are you trying to, you know, lull me into something else? I wasn't listening to the words. I was just focusing and seeing really clearly what I wanted to see or what I thought I was seeing. So add that to, and this is where my notes started to come even more clearer. Add in that internal dialogue that you have, that you don't know that you're having it, but it's there because you're in the moment, because you're so focused, you don't realize what's happening. And when you start talking about well, what will happen, oh, if that goes wrong and this goes wrong, or how did I do that? Did I switch it off? Did I lock that? Did I? Maybe go back. What will happen if it didn't? That phobia. Oh, what's going to happen if, if this bridge falls down or if I get too high and I'll fall over? And if the car stops, what's going to happen then? And I'm going to have to walk up and it's all going to go. What if they find me out? What are they thinking about me now? That telephone call over there, are they talking about me? When you add that to this, you've now got real focus. You're focusing your attention. You're seeing everything really clearly in this little spot, this point. So we've all got this wonderful, bloody ability to, to focus. But the only thing is, we tend to only, well, we do it with excellence in the negative. But the thing is, it doesn't matter whether it's positive or negative. What we focus on does get the results. We just seem to see and talk about the negative side of it. But what would happen if we use this skill for good, for the good of mankind and the good of you. What well, Now, what would happen, though? What would happen if you were able to change this skill that you've been cultivating, you've been practicing? Because what does practice make? Permanent. You've been practicing it. The only thing you've forgotten about is there's a choice. Choosing what to focus on. Choosing 
what you want and how you're going to focus on it and getting that, choosing the voice that you use, choosing the thoughts that you use. You see, I think we all have to agree that you do have the choice what you're you're choosing to focus on. In fact, we have the choice to do anything. And everything we do is by way of choice, whether it's the negative, the positive, everything in the world that we've ever done in the past, from being born, we had a choice. Okay, not necessarily the conscious choice that we tend to think of. So you can go, oh, it wasn't me, Paul, because someone made me do this and there was things going on. But yeah, unconsciously, we made a choice. A choice to do something that your best friend inside chooses with the wisdom and experience that they have right at that very time. Maybe that tiny, tiny you, little experience, little wisdom, but they make a choice to do something. And then, over years, like a very small snowball going downhill, it begins to pick up a little bit of speed and a little bit of size. So, like that anxiety or the OCD, or the fears, or the imposter syndrome, and all that stuff, just started in a small way, for the best of intentions. Try to keep you safe, try to keep you comfortable, try not to let you experience negative emotions. And it just builds and builds. But you did have that choice, and you have the choice to change it. But sometimes we, well, we're lost in the moment, and our unconscious mind just carries on doing the same thing over and over again, because that's all... It thinks it knows. And it sort of works. It sort of works. I mean, if you talk to somebody who's got OCD about locking doors, you'll never find that door unlocked. You know, the house is safe as houses. Really? Yeah. You know, you, you hear, you know, you see someone who's got a phobia that start, may have started off as a little thing, but now if it's a fear of heights, they won't go on a stool. To, you know, they, they just won't do anything. They won't look in a book. They will not fall off that book. Other pictures in there. So, and, and they don't have to do anything about it because it just works unconsciously. But the thing is, the reason why this little snowball has carried on is because your unconscious mind has missed out, missed out on the learnings, learnings of that intention, the learnings of all your experiences between way back then and now. And when your unconscious mind learns that, it doesn't need that emotion anymore. It doesn't need that behavior anymore. Because it'll find that what it was trying to do, the intention and the behaviors that it's using, are in conflict. And when it finds out it's in conflict and it will then go and find the learnings, it will change. And that's what you and I do in therapy. One-to-one in therapy, I'm getting the unconscious mind to notice that the behavior it's using the emotions, which I call behaviors as well, the be the emotions, limiting beliefs, behaviors that they're currently using is in total conflict with the intention. You know, if it's anxiety, it's things like, I want you to be prepared. Well, when you're overwhelmed with worry and thinking of the worst, you forget to prepare. And that preparation is to keep you safe and comfortable. And when you're over-worried and overwhelmed with worry, you don't feel safe. Think of people with phobias. That's a fear. Irrash- it's an irrational fear, but it's a fear nevertheless to keep you safe. Just if it's fear of heights, to stop you falling off a height. Off a height, off something high. Ask anybody, do they feel safe 
when they're thinking about their phobia or going through that little episode. Of course they don't. So safety and that fear and that phobia are just in conflict. But would you like to always be safe? Absolutely. Would you like to be prepared so you can always be comfortable and succeed to the best of your ability? Of course you would. Well, OCD has a wonderful positive intention. If it's like doors and locking and things like that, you know, keep your property, keep your property safe to make sure the switches are plugged, are plugged off, the switches are switched off, things like that. And to check once is a good idea because we can forget occasionally. That's it. But ask someone with OCD, real OCD, how comfortable they are in knowing that everything is safe and sound. Well, they're not comfortable because they don't know. They haven't checked enough times. Good stuff, this, isn't it? We've got a wonderful friend doing the best it can, just missing out on a load of experience. Now, the thing is, if you're suffering those type of things to an extent where it's really affecting your life and it's affecting it very negatively, I always suggest one-to-one. One-to-one with a, I always like to say, a hypnotist, an NLP practitioner, and a timeline practitioner all rolled into one. I only say that because that's what I teach and that's why people I work with get great results with those skills. So find someone like that. This isn't a plug for me, but I'm going to do it now for the next 90 seconds. If you're suffering from things like anger, excessive anger in your life, too much sadness, sadness that keeps recurring and recurring, fear, fear of anything, or just grieving too much about loss. Maybe you're jealous. Or maybe your self-confidence isn't, well, it's never high enough. Or like your self-esteem, that's never high enough. And it should be. And you shouldn't have to suffer through anger, sadness, fear, grief, jealousy. Do you know what? I hadn't thought about this for a little while, but why don't you come and work with me? Because, you know, I've told you before that I work online, I do coaching, I do therapy online, but I've never really thought about offering it directly to you. So why not? Don't listen to what other people say when they say, you know, things take such a long time, because they don't. Two, three sessions is generally all that's needed to get rid of the, some of the biggest problems in, in, in people's lives. I see it day in, day out with my clients. So if that's something you can consider, because I do know, I do know this, that we always put things off. We put things off and then we'll go to that bit where we go, oh, if only I did. So here's the thing. Imagine that putting off has gone by and you've decided to send me an email. An email at feedback at personaldevelopmentunplugged.com saying, hi Paul, I've got this issue. I'd like to work with you. And here's my telephone number. Here's my email address. And the thing is, what would happen is, we get in contact over over the internet, online, we do an initial consultation. It doesn't take very long to make sure that we're a good fit and make sure you're really comfortable with me. I know you've listened to me a lot, but you really want to see the whites of my eyes. And let me explain how we work together. And if that is right, and it's right for you, and I want to make sure it's right for you, I don't work with just anybody and everybody, only the people who I feel I can really help, then we'll organize two or three sessions and get the thing sorted okay so why not send me that email now don't think any longer stop get online 
give me an email and let's do some work together. If you really are interested in making deep changes, I really always suggest one-to-one. Yes, this Personal Development Unplugged podcast gives you all the tools, but let's get rid of the, the deep underlying issues so you can really make use of all the tools here. Anyway, that's enough from me. If you want it and you want to let go of that stuff really quickly and you like me and you'd like to work with me, then send me that email. If it's not for you, that's fine. Just keep listening and keep sharing. Okay, anyway, I'll hear from you real soon, I'm sure. See you now. But the thing is, if it's not that much at the moment, then it's time to nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud early. You know, what was the best time to plant a tree from the environment a hundred years ago? What's the next best time right now? So, if it started a little bit before and you didn't do it, but now, and you're aware of it, let's nip it in the bud and let's see if we can do it together. Because we're going to start to say, well, I've got this wonderful skill, this absolutely bloody awesome skill of focusing. But how can I use it differently? Because if it works so well, and I do remember now that I have a choice And if I choose the right way that won't be in conflict with the intention, then my unconscious mind is going to pick it up and run with it. So first of all, what's the very first thing that you and I must do when we want to nip it in the bud? Well, obviously notice the issue. So is it anxiety? Is it uh, fear? Is it OCD? Or is it anything, anything, anything? Anything that is not producing a magnificent result. So first of all, you've got to notice it. Notice and acknowledge the behavior, whether it's an emotion, a belief, or a plain forward behavior, behavior. Just notice it. So, and acknowledge it. We don't accept it. I never like to accept these things. I just like to acknowledge it. This is what's happening. Now then, what we need to do then, once we've noticed it and acknowledged it, we need to catch it. Catch it in the moment and understand, first of all, we used to start our little bit of focusing with focusing on what you want. So what do you want? Maybe if it was anxiety about, uh, I don't know, meetings at work. Or maybe you want to be, I want to focus on, I know my stuff. I know I know my stuff. I want to focus on being able to communicate clearly and be calm. That's all I want to focus on, being calm so I can communicate clearly. Awesome. So now we've got the problem. I get anxious, no worry. Now I know how I want to be. And as soon as I think about it, I'm going to turn it around in the moment. Turn it around. So I'm starting to worry. Now, hang on a minute. How do I want it to be? Because when in the past, when we focused, we used to focus on the worst, what we didn't want. What's the worst that could happen? Now we're going to, what's the best that could happen? How do I really want it to be? And then begin to see yourself doing it. It doesn't have to take ages. It can be really short. But just take a moment to start visualizing it. Imagining exactly how you want it to be. And begin that internal dialogue. So if it was me and I was going to a meeting and I'd see myself over there and I'd be saying, that's right, Cluffy, you be calm. Because you're really communicating now. Oh, that was a great point, Paul. Yeah, you keep doing that. And as you do that, you're just going to notice how confident you're coming across. 
So that's the right physiology, Cluffy. So now keep speaking like that. Slow down. That's it. Now we've got it. And the thing is, when you do this, your unconscious mind doesn't know what's real reality and that's not. And it begins to believe this is what's happening. So you're like creating a memory. Even though it's a memory from the future, your unconscious mind seems to think it's a memory. So the time when you go into that particular meeting, or I was going to that meeting, my unconscious mind would think I've already done it before, and I've done it calmly, and I communicated, I had that right physiology, and therefore, boom, I'm going to start feeling good. And your unconscious mind is going to know it. You see, the reason I was giving you this worry, this anxiety about it, because I wanted you to, to prepare and to come across calmly and communicate well and this is just the way it is and I'm feeling oh I'm feeling safe and comfortable when I do think it this way and it'll just get better just 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 get better and better the more you do it little increments baby steps you don't have to sit down for the next you know three hours make it easy make it fun you know if you just did it for a minute and go I'm just gonna do really fun boom let's get let's just see myself out there and talk to myself it's that inner dialogue that really just boosts it, makes you feel good. So speak to yourself in a good voice. What type of voice would I focus on the type of voice you'd like to use? How good would that be? Well, it's got to be upbeat, Paul, but just calm. So no, yeah, go, boom, boom. No, that's right, Paul. That's good. Now you're rocking it. Oh, you just stand there. You're so calm. I'm getting this. That would be my voice for that particular thing. If it's slightly bigger than that, and I think you should always do it anyway, is maybe just spend a little time with the old Jenny Journal. And I haven't said Jenny Journal for a long time, have I? Have you got your Jenny Journal? Has it got a name? Or do you call it Jenny too? Well, not two, but Jenny. Write it down. So write. In the past, I used to feel anxious about. So we've got like a little bit of a structure. Here's how I want it to be. And more importantly than that, here's how I will feel in that event. And think about all the different emotions that you could have. So you've got a, because you've got a myriad of emotions you could use. Maybe what would be the most empowering belief that if I held it in my unconscious mind all the way through that event that would support me and make this event absolutely cracking? And you write it down. And then, when you look at that and you start to visualize it, that internal voice could start saying that belief as well. It's okay, Paul. It's okay, you're okay. Now go and do it calmly. You can be confident in that, yeah. Because you're confident, Cluffy. There you go. Communicate. Slow down. Calm. That's it. That's to me. I'm okay. It's okay. That little belief would slowly get in and my unconscious mind would then start taking it on uncritically because you're imagining these things. And that's what like hypnosis is, basically. Just being focused imagination. So in some ways, you're doing a bit of self-hypnosis, but you've written it down first to help you because if it's just in your mind, do you know what happens? Something else comes along and knocks it out and then something else knocks it out and then you start thinking, yeah, well, this is me. I go, what was I thinking about? oh no what was it and it'll take me ages to get back to it it's only my best friend my old unconscious mind when I ask the right question it'll pop it back but when you do all of this 
and you start to write it down and start to think about it, I want you to consider how much more safer will you feel and actually be when you're going through that event, the thing that you want, this way? How much more comfortable will you be going through this event this way than the old way? And if you consider that, you're guess what? You're talking with your unconscious mind and your unconscious mind has to consider it. And you can say to your unconscious mind, look, I haven't changed the intention. We're just checking now because intentions generally come to be feeling comfortable, feeling safe, feeling confident, you know, keeping away all the things that don't feel good. So how much more comfortable do I feel this way? How much more confident do I feel and am safe at the same time? Wouldn't it be better to be this way? You can even say, and write it down at the bottom, this or something better, this or something better. Write it two or three times and say it. Say it with that internal dialogue. Even when you're thinking about it and you're watching yourself go through that event, you go, this or something better. Being comfortable, being safe, this or something even better. And then you're in inquiring of your unconscious mind to use its imagination to make it even better for you. And then you'll notice that if that was me, I'm sure I'd notice that instead of worrying, I'd be preparing with confidence because I've got an idea how it's going to go now. So I'd be prepared. In fact, I'd be confident in my competence that I know the information. If I didn't know, I mean, I've been on trainings before and someone asks you a question and I've seen other trainers and they'll bluff it. They'll try to make it up. But if you say with, you know, trust and honesty, I, do you know what? That's such a good question. I don't know the answer, but I'm going to find out for you. And people will go, or they won't go, oh, well, he doesn't know his stuff. They're going to say, well, this is a person I trust because everything else he's done has been really good. And he didn't bullshit. He's come up and said, he will find out. And I know he will. And you do because you live up to what you say. Trust and honesty, those values, they're there. So, another so. I was all going to talk about the power of focus. And I was going to say, I actually crossed it out. Is focus enough and does it work? But I was really thinking, and I wrote it again, when focusing goes wrong, because we've got the wonderful skill of focusing, we just need to change the direction on what we're focusing onto what you want right now. And in my little meta tag at the top of my little notes, it was all about regaining control and being responsible. But more importantly than that, I guess, because I don't like the thing thought about we have to control ourselves, but we're aligned. We're aligned unconsciously and consciously. Mind, body, spirit, everything is as one with a common aim and a common aim to feel really good, comfortable and safe and just get the best experience out of everything. Now, with that as an aim, and you have all these skills, you know, through everything I'm talking about, other people on the internet are talking about, you can find so much that's going to support you through that. But it's having that simple little aim. And then you're focusing on the right thing. And you're using that skill that comes naturally. I hope you enjoy that. This has gone completely different to the way I thought it was going to go, but I'm so much happier than the way it has gone. And I hope it makes, well, first of all, I really hope it makes sense. It seems to make sense to me. 
I have to listen to this again, and maybe you will too. But I hope it made sense. If it did, send me some feedback and say, if nothing else, yeah, that made sense, Cluffy. Or if it didn't, send me an email saying, didn't really make sense, I didn't understand this part of it. And then I'll look at if I can communicate in a different way, or maybe I just made a dog's dinner out of it, and I'll find out a different way. Feedback at personaldevelopmentunplugged.com. Just send me that email. Comes to me, doesn't go anywhere else, doesn't go on a list, doesn't do anything other than share with me. And then I will share back with you. Do that, that would be awesome. And all the usual stuff, well, you know, if you haven't shared, why not stop now and share? Share the podcast. If you, I mean, hopefully you've got something out of this one, but hopefully you get something out of every podcast we do. I know they can't all hit every button. That's just a given, you know, because we're all different. But hopefully you can just get something out for yourself or somebody else. And maybe just share it to as many people as you could. So we keep this community of looking after each other and excelling in ourselves. You know, becoming the the person we want to be. The change we want to be. And also the change we want to see in others. Do that. It will be awesome. And there's also getting on that subscribe thing all you have to do is download something like Castbox or itunes and when you search my name or personal development unplugged it'll have a button there that says subscribe press it scroll down a little bit it'll show you and certainly on itunes scroll down a little bit it'll say so many star reviews write a review there you go simple as that that would be awesome if you do that that's like sharing and sharing again and remember the old hypnosis tracks go there and have more fun i was looking through them the other day and i thought this is really a wide-ranging set of skills that's here for you and i'm going to create even more so go there you know that one i think well yeah i think i've said it so many times paulcloughonline.com forward slash podcast go and have fun with them more fun than you could stand and more importantly Enjoy every heartbeat, and maybe your unconscious mind, talking to you the unconscious mind, maybe you can just surprise that conscious mind of yours for feeling happy for no reason. Notice what happens in the next day or so. Mm-mm. Anyway, have fun, and I'll speak to you real soon. So, 90 seconds. Now, we all know stress is not good for us. Well, too much stress is really bad. And you know, it just builds up and builds up. What would it be like if you could really deeply relax? Really relax. Not just relax your muscles, but your mind. Everything about you just deeply relaxed through hypnosis. You see, what I've got is, well, I'll tell you what I haven't got. I haven't got a guided meditation that goes down to the riverbank and makes you feel relaxed for the moment. But what I have got are two tracks. One a longer track which guides your unconscious mind into deep relaxation to relax and be comfortable in the mind and the body, every muscle, every fibre of you, just deeply relaxing so you can learn at the unconscious level how to relax. And then a slightly shorter length hypnosis track to allow you to go into deep relaxation instantly and be there for just say five minutes so in between meetings or whenever you just want to relax so quickly so easily you can just go there for five minutes 
and then in between you can use a longer track to have that longer experience each time building up this skill of deep relaxation how do you get it well basically you just go to paulcloughonline.com forward slash relax there you go two programs go and have a look give you a little video about it as well have a little listen what would happen if it didn't work well if it didn't work there's a money back guarantee so you have got nothing to lose but what would happen and you got supersonically good at relaxing wouldn't that be awesome teach your body how to just relax and your mind to just relax just enjoy go to paulcloughonline.com forward slash relax and check it out Warning, you are now leaving the unplugged mind of Paul Clough. It's time to fly on your own. Be brave, my friend. Personal Development Unplugged.